You're listening to Something Weird. I'm Brooke, and here is our co-host, Anna. Hello, everyone. Here you'll find semi-regular dialogue on all things paranormal or even just a little bit weird. We're lifelong friends who've had an affinity for the strange since we first met, and now we're here to explore these phenomena with you. So how this works is each week, one of us will dig into a paranormal tale as we ponder the question, do we want to believe? And it's my week to tell you a story. And story time. And I kind of already previewed this for you, but it's definitely kind of dumb. But I'm also really excited about it. So I hope you enjoy. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm happy about something dumb once in a while. I think my episodes usually turn out that way. But no. I just, like, came across it. Thank you, Mysterious Universe, as always. And I was just like, how the fuck have I never heard of this? And, like, celebrated this. Because it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so let's just jump in here. Actually, let me ask. Have you ever seen a psychic? No. Would you ever see a psychic? I feel like we've never talked think- about that before. Like, if we would... No. Yeah, I think it's kind of, there are a lot of factors involved. Like, what am I seeing them about? Am I paying for it? Mm -hmm. What kind of reviews do they have? How did I find them? It's a lot of different reasons. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm also very skeptical. Yeah. I'm not going in. Because I feel like if, I guess this is it. If we truly believed that you could go to a psychic and find something out, you probably would. Because we're very impatient people. Sure. Yeah, so if it was... I I mean, just... If it was like a for sure thing, it would be more normal than it is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, and you just wouldn't... There wouldn't be like a question. It's like, did you go to the doctor when you were sick? Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) I guess sometimes... Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible example. But yeah, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't be putting much on it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I'm not against it. I would go, like, for shits and giggles, but I'm not going to, like, probably take much value or meaning. But let me ask you this. What if your psychic was a cute, mild-mannered dog? What? <laughs> because that okay. is Jim, the Wonder Dog. <laughs> what? Jim. Um, he was a psychic dog. Okay, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> like, I know. How do they know? I know. Like, what? when I saw the like title of just Jim, the Wonder Dog, can a dog be psychic? I was like. You're like, I don't know. Tell me everything. Yeah, I guess I I just have more questions than I thought I could ever have Well, um, around psychic abilities. Maybe I can answer some of those, but I probably can't because this doesn't have a lot of answers, but it's got some cute <laughs> stories. So let's fuck? go. Is he like Punxsutawney Phil? <laughs> Pretty much. Is that how you say it? I think so. Um, 
<laughs> well, in Missouri, he is considered probably above in stature, so he's pretty important. <laughs> so Jim the Wonder Dog seemed like your average dog to begin with in his pup years, but he would go <laughs> on to be an absolute sensation and to this day is considered to be a persistent unsolved mystery. First of all, love that his name is Jim. I could not find anything as to why someone would name their dog Jim, but okay. The dog Jim, he came into this world in 1925. He was born in West Plains, Missouri. Um, and he was born to, like, champion stock or whatever. Like, he, sh- he should have been, like, the shit. The breed apparently is highly prized as hunting dogs, so when the litter was born, all the pups sold super quickly, except for little Jim, because he turned out to be the runt of the litter. Sweetie. Jim the runt. Sweetie. Um, so nobody wanted to buy him, and because of that, he was sold at a greatly reduced price. He was a clearance puppy, just like Riley. So he went, he was on sale and he was sold to a friend of a local hunter, Sam Van Arsdale. And he essentially, the friend bought this puppy to give to Sam as a joke. Just to like, look at this little little fucker. But like (laughs) Sam was a big time hunter. So the friend was just fucking with him. (laughs) I love that. That's like the biggest prank gift. He's like, look at this dumbass dog. Well, it turns out the joke was going to be on the friend anyway. Van Arsdale accepted the puppy, and his niece took care of um, the puppy Jim until he was old enough to start training to hunt. So Sam, Van Arsdale, was like, whatever, I'll give it a try. So he thought despite being the little runt that he was, Jim might turn out to be a fine hunting dog after all. And so he brought him to the area's best dog trainer, and her name was Ira Irvin. So it turns out... Uh, Jim was a little bit of a bitch. (laughs) He would, (laughs) he just absolutely refused to engage in any of the training. And instead he would just (laughs) quietly sit in the shade of trees, watching the other dogs do the work. And he was very unresponsive to all attempts to teach him anything. So the dog trainer, Irvin, would bring him back to Van Arsdale in frustration and tell him there was nothing to be done with him and that he was a worthless hunting dog. Van Arsdale considered just giving Jim away, considering he would be of no help to his hunting game, but he decided to keep him as a house dog because he was very mellow, he was very sweet, and he had, quote, riveting human-like eyes. (laughs) He's a good boy! (laughs) It's like the seal in Mel's magic hole. <laughs> Sweet boy. It must be nice. Yeah, he sounds like a pretty good pretty good just dog. Like, like he just chill. sat under a tree. Yeah. Basically what your dog is supposed to do. Um, but. but that is not my dog. He did not turn out to be Jim the Wonder Dog. He's fucking Finley. Anywho. Let me send you a picture of Jim just so you can imagine him. He's a little setter. He's decently cute, I guess. Oh, God! Oh, sick! It looks like a spaniel. His eyes are human. 
They are so, like, you could put that on a man's face. It looks like a man. Okay, anyway. Oh. His owner looks like a boss. Yeah, his owner seems cool. Looks like he's, he's like, one of the Sopranos. Well, and he turns out to be a pretty good guy. So, Jim would turn out to be not just a chill, sweet dog. He was the fucking wonder. So one day, Van Arsdale went out hunting with some of the other dogs and decided to take Jim along just to give him a shot. It's like, you're here. Why not? Um, And for the most part, Jim sat back, took naps under the tree, watched the other dogs hunt like a boss. Uh, But then all of a sudden, as soon as... As soon as they came across some quail, Jim was the first to dash out and point them out. And then when the quail was shot, Jim then immediately picked it up and brought it um, to Van Arsdale, who was completely stunned and surprised. Jim acted like he had been doing this his whole life. Just (laughs) like a good boy. Is he one of those? Okay, two things. I had to close that picture of him because his picture has eyes like the Mona Lisa, Ooh, wherever you go, they look at you. Ooh. When he finds the quail, does he go like this? Yeah. They point. <laughs> they go. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. <laughs> I love that he knew how to do and that. He was just like, hey. You shoot it, I get I it. I get it. Okay, so the point is, is that Jim was acting like a perfectly trained hunting dog, despite that Irvin, the trainer, had said that he was essentially useless and wouldn't ever be a top dog. In fact, Jim turned out to be so good at hunting that he helped bag more quails, I guess is the use, the term that they use, which is weird. Um, Bagged a bunch of quails last weekend. I've been bagging quails, you guys. Stop it. The point is, is that he was bagging more quails than any other hunting dog. So much so. He's like a, a frat dog. Just bagging Just quails. Bagging quails. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Lots of quail that eventually he would be featured on the cover of Outdoor Life magazine as the hunting dog of the country. Dang. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive for a little runt pup, Jim, who had no actual training, but just all of a sudden he knows exactly what he's doing. So that's just the start. On one of the hunting trips, Van Arsdale decided to take a break and told Jim that they should rest under a nearby hickory tree, after which the dog promptly ran to it, even though there were various other types of trees around. Van Arsdale was confused. (laughs) And the other hunter then told Jim to go under the other types of trees, such as the walnut, the cedar, and every time, Jim would pop up and go sit under the right tree. Van Arsdale even had the dog (sighs) run to a tree stump and then a tin can lying around, and Jim did that too. So essentially, it would just be like, (laughs) go there, go there, go there, and Jim would just do it. He would say, go to the tin can. And he would, he run, would run to the, tin, to the can. tin can. Yes. So it was essentially like he was understanding the language being used. Like he understood what was being said to him and understood what those objects were that he could do what was being asked of him. Yeah. So Van Arsdale was super just like hyped up and he immediately <laughs> took Jim home and was like, I got to test this out. I have to see what else he can do. 
So he takes him home, and then he starts, like, running through all of these tests. He is having Jim point out different colors, different makes of cars, and every time <laughs> Jim was able to do it. Like, what's purple? Boom. Jim's on it. Where's the Ford? Boom. Jim's on it. <laughs> I, like, I want to know how he set up this, like, this testing suite for his dog. Can you imagine the neighbors Mind you, this just was being like... like there he goes again Uh, uh, (laughs) and like admittedly this sounds ridiculous and it's like okay this is probably just some guy that's like high and is making this stuff up but it gets crazier it didn't take very long before jim and his weird abilities started drawing crowds so people would see what he was doing or would hear around town of this dog that understood English Um, so they came to see and Van Arsdale would have Jim point out quote the woman with the baby in a crowd or quote the one wearing a suit or a man with a mustache and always the dog without missing a beat would go and identify the right person He would even respond to other people asking to point things out in the crowd. And Jim would also perform complex commands, doing pretty much whatever he was told by anyone. What? Okay. He's a wizard. (laughs) You're a wizard, Jim. (laughs) He also started to answer questions that seemed like even more, not just like visual things, but things that were like impossible for him to know without like some level of I don't know education I, I don't know <laughs> well no because I was gonna say like you could train a dog to like know I mean that's what they like treat yeah they know I mean I tell Finley is, go like, get your baby and he goes and picks up his toy like he knows <laughs> you call it his baby. baby what the fuck get your baby <laughs> But, like, he knows, and he picks it up. So it's, like, to a degree. Yeah, they can understand things. But this is fucking wild. So one time, Jim was asked what had made Henry Ford rich. (laughs) Jim immediately ran up to a Ford model car and put his paw on it. (laughs) Was it the only car around them? Whatever. That doesn't matter. (laughs) And then one time, they asked him what he thought about God, and he immediately ran up to a priest that was in the crowd. What? <laughs> He's like, God. <laughs> Sorry, you God. Yeah, but that doesn't enlighten me about how you feel about yeah. him. You had to, like, either bite the priest or, like... And, yeah, give him some kisses. Yeah, something. <laughs> I love that this was um, whatever it was. Like, they were. I just want to see someone ask a dog what they think about God, like, in all seriousness. <laughs> just that in itself. My favorite part of all of this is imagining, like, I imagine the crowd being like, you know, when like a bunch of bros get really, like, jacked up and excited about something, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> and like jumping around. So it's like, you know the moment when he put his paw on the, on the board. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. I think that's what I imagined happening in this crowd, and I really wish I was a part of it. Oh, oh the priest just like <laughs> drops on his knees. He's like, "What up, dog?" And just when they're like throw something down and walk away, just like, "Whoa, no!" <laughs> just throws shot glasses on the floor. Oh my gosh, I love it. But on. <laughs> The note about language and, like, you know, for the most part, dogs can pick up on language or whatever you want to call that or, like, on commands. There were times that people would shout out commands from the audience, but in other languages, and Jim was still able to follow those commands and do what they were asking him to do. So, foreign language, Jim's on it. Um, One time, Van Arsdale, almost as a joke, asked Jim to point out, quote, the man who sells hardware. Something which, of course, there's no way that he could have known. But Jim ran right up to a man who had happened to sell hardware. Van Arsdale then said, show me a visitor from Kansas City. And he got the same exact result. Ran immediately to someone in the crowd from Kansas City. And he did a bunch of other commands based on criteria that there was essentially no way for anyone to actually know. And when he was asked to show everyone where to go when they got sick, Jim would go to the doctor in the crowd. Oh, and apparently he would able he would be able to like run up to pregnant woman and determine if it was a boy or a girl. Like run up to the pregnant woman that's pregnant with a boy and then he would run up to her. Or like that's pregnant with a girl and run up to her. <laughs> Who fucking knows? He could also identify people based off of what was in their pockets, find hidden objects, and correctly guess the names of people that were written down on a piece of paper. What? How, how, did, how does he convey that information? Maybe if you, like, had the difference. This is Charles. <laughs> um, well, if you, like, had the names on different pieces of paper and he, like, you know, nosed one of them or, like, put a paw on one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so, it's so, so stupid. I love it. Okay, get this, though. This is one of his most popular party tricks. Um, they would have someone write down a license plate number for a car without showing it to Jim. And then Jim would just wander off and go find the car. What? Yeah. But how would he would like go sit by it. I like. I just need to know what the rules of these games yeah, are. Yeah, he would probably go sit by it or put a paw on it. He would go find it. <sighs> That's wild. So essentially, this dog was a psychic. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> um, so once. That's a bold statement. <laughs> he's a fucking psychic. And Van Arsdale knew it, so he started taking Jim on the road. Um, where he would amaze audience after audience and people, oh, and as people came in, they would say, I'm here to see Jim the Wonder Dog. <laughs> That's how he got his name. <laughs> um, and as, okay. <laughs> and as the years passed, his predictions just started to become more and more complex. Um, perhaps his most famous being his ability to predict who would win the Kentucky Derby Names would be written on slips of paper, and the dog, um, and the dog would be asked to point out the winner, which he would successfully do seven consecutive times. 
Okay, that's a game changer. Yeah, now you're making big money off of this dog. Shit, yeah. Or there's, like, just a lot of really shady business going or, on. Or that. Like, bring in the dog. Dog is the decoy. He also, in 1936, predicted who would win the World Series. And he even predicted who would win the presidential election between Roosevelt and Landon. So, he's a psychic. Wow. Oh. I just can't wrap my head around it. Um, I don't blame you. This is absurd. Okay. Okay. I just... Why didn't they... Why didn't they ask him, like, important questions like, who's the murderer? Who's, you know, why weren't they solving crimes? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, well, perhaps because... Maybe a couple world wars. <laughs> Whatever. Van Arsdale was pretty, like, protective of him. Oh. Hmm. But not in, like, a sketch way. Well, maybe in a sketch way. He, like, refused to like make money like all of these shows and stuff that he would do and you know when like people would come to see him Ben Arsdale wouldn't charge anyone there were like dog food companies who wanted to sponsor him and he wouldn't take their money um like Hollywood came to him and offered him a shit ton of money to make a movie about him and he refused so it's like either he's a con artist with a conscience or he was it's an oxymoron I know but, you know, it was like he didn't want to take it that far of, like, cheating people out of money with his con. He just wanted the attention. Just their time and their wits. Yeah, whatever. Or he, like, really did care about this dog and he wasn't looking to just profit off of it. And honestly, he seems like a decent guy. He did take the dog after all. That's, that is surprising. Because when, when you said that he, like, took him on the road for a, a road show... Um, and, you know, like betting on horses and stuff. I kind of assumed that would equate to some money in his pocket. No. Yeah, he, like, didn't make money off of this dog. Did he share his tax records? Because I call bullshit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm 100% on board with this. Um, Jim was also submitted to be studied by both Washington University in St. Louis and the University of Missouri in Columbia, neither of which could explain how he did what he did, as well as several top veterinarians who were equally just completely confused by Jim overall. Jim was tested, like, whatever sort of psychological test you can do for dogs. I have no idea. Um, but no one knew what was going on. One veterinarian, a Dr. Sherman Dickinson, would say that Jim, quote, possessed an occult power that might never come again to... (laughs) Sorry. It's just so ridiculous. Possessed an occult power that might never come again to a dog in many generations. So he sounds like a good veterinarian. I thought you were gonna say a good boy. He's the best well, he boy. He's the goodest boy, but <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Occult powers. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't just regular psychic shit. Psychic powers. This was like summoned occult. Uh, yes. Blessing. I don't he's know. Very legit. Yeah. 
But of course, just like you, there were tons of people that felt the need to debunk all of this as a huge fraud, but no one was ever successfully able to do it. Jim continued to wow people all over the country, and whether he was real or not, it gave hope and a sense of wonder to people that were essentially going through their own hell in the midst of the Great Depression. So... Yeah, I was just going to say, what year was this? Yeah, 1930s. <laughs> they just needed a little something. They needed a wonder dog. Yeah. Um, Jim has a biographer by the name of Nancy Daly. And in her biography of Jim, she wrote, They were losing their homes. They were losing their farms. There wasn't much of anything to do. Also, if you were in a town and saw Jim, this was, first of all, free. And second of all, amazing. <laughs> It would take their mind off of their troubles they were going through. First of all, free. First of all. Second of all, amazing. amazing. <laughs> I love the first of all. Oh, I have remembered. First of all. I mean, yeah, that that makes that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um so, I mean, if anything, he just gave people a little sense of joy in, like, the shit that they were living through. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dark times. He was the wonder dog. I, I get that. Um, and even if that's all that he did was just bring some joy again. Yeah. He's a good boy. Uh, yeah. Good for him. But <laughs> He's a psychic, Anna. Fucking psychic. Uh, Those eyes. No, but he really was, um, like, everyone loved him. The governor of Missouri even signed a bill making Jim the Wonder Dog officially Missouri's Wonder Dog. Mm. Yeah. And he would continue to fascinate crowds and bring joy to people up until 1937 when he tragically collapsed and died um, on a hunting trip. He was 12 years old. Wow. So the owner uh, wasn't against working him till his last days out in the field. Those dogs live, I bet they live until like 14 or 15. Yeah. Okay. So he was pretty old. The longest lifespan I'm seeing is 15 years. Get me some fucking quails. Bag me some quails. You old dog. (sighs) He was happy when he was hunting. Whatever. Until he keeled over. Obviously, people were very devastated when they heard the news of Jim's passing. So much so that there was widespread support that Van Arsdale was able to bury him at the Ridge Park Cemetery in Marshall, Missouri, which is a cemetery that's specifically for humans, um, not for dogs. But it was allowed because it was Jim. Um, And he does have a special grave that is now marked, um, and people go and visit often. It is the most visited grave at the cemetery. I feel bad for the humans buried next to him. (laughs) Like, unkempt graves, just haven't gotten new flowers in, like, a couple hundred years. (laughs) Or decades, I guess. But... um, But he's there. Yeah. And in 1999, a memorial park in Marshall, Missouri, or it was built and dedicated in his honor. And it's complete with a bronze statue of Jim. 
And there is an annual event that's held in the town um, called Jim the Wonder Dog Day. <laughs> what do they do? I don't know. Who cares? It's just Jim Day. Play memory cards. Yeah. Hide and seek. Yeah, and there's a really cute mural, too. I'm going to send you a picture of it. And people, like, go with their dogs, and it's so fucking cute. I want to go here. Not like I could bring Finley, but whatever. I know. I was just going to say. I'll go by myself. There's Jim. Jim Fest. Jim Fest 2020. <laughs> we need a gym right now. <laughs> I wonder when we're going to find our uh, our next psychic. Know, our next wonder dog. Things, if things keep going the way they are, uh, we're going to need one. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess the point is no one has any idea why or how Jim existed, um, or if it was all just a huge hoax. But regardless, Jim is amazing. He brought joy to thousands of people, and he will always be remembered as Jim the Wonder Dog. I can't believe um, we've never heard I of know, him. I know, right? Never. Like, that's, that's fucking crazy, and I've never heard of this dog. And, like, you love dogs. Yeah. And weird things, so that's that's why I'm kind of like, this is this is an an anomaly to say the least. So, um, um, it just made me happy. I mean, it's ridiculous, and I honestly I don't even think it's worth asking a question about this guy. <laughs> is it real or not? Because it's ridiculous, <laughs> but. <laughs> It brought me joy, so that's why I wanted to share it. Yeah, it's still Jim is still serving up joy, um, almost a hundred years later. Wow. So that's bonkers. He's done his job. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got for you. Oh, Jim. Just Jim. Well, maybe he's hanging out with Lovett and Forrestal. Uh, you know. Yeah. He can be the majestic thirteen. Yeah. Jim. Jim. Oh, the Wonder Dog. Okay, I'll wrap us up in this fucking weird-ass episode. <clears throat> it was great. We needed this. I needed, I needed this. I needed Jim. Sometimes you just need something as ridiculous mm-hmm. as a, a psychic, psychic dog. dog. Yeah, it helps. It does. And to our listeners, we would love to know what your thoughts are about our, our dear Jim, the Wonder Dog. Um, are you on board? Do you buy it? Do you know of any other psychic animal stories out there? Actually, apparently there is a pretty famous psychic horse, so I will probably be doing another episode on that. So watch out, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are these all animals that you love, too? Perfect. Like, I love it. Oh, they were meant for you. <laughs> they were meant for people like you. <laughs> Hooked yep. immediately. A psychic horse. Sign One, me up. <laughs> free. Two, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> oh my god. That needs to be on a shirt. What? Free. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. Okay. Anywho. Um, we would love to know what you believe, so send, send your thoughts our way. You can tell us and find us on Instagram and Facebook at, at Something Weird Podcast. And if you have any of your own stories, maybe your own um, 
cat with a sixth sense or, or just something weird, paranormal, spooky, any of it. Send those our way as well. And if you enjoyed this episode, Jim the Wonder Dog, or perhaps any of our past episodes of, I don't know, cryptids, weird animals, ghost animals, just anything, uh, let us know. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference and helps us get the truth out there about everything free, amazing, and paranormal. Well, thank you for joining us for another paranormal tale. And until next time, stay weird. Good man. <laughs>